Christmas spirit here in the city of Miami. Am I live? Oh, shit. I think you mean I have to do anything. Damn, I'm already feeling flustered just 30 seconds in. All right, what's up, Chris and Blessing? Let's go, 21A1YK. 21A1YK, what's going on? Are you Today was pretty chill for me. Beautiful day out this morning. I woke up, went outside, and felt the inspiration. I actually felt like I was going to do something big today. You guys ever seen the sun just shine and you just feel God's presence? Not to be religious, but, you know, you just feel like, oh, I am embraced by the love of whatever it is. And, uh, you know, I made a great breakfast. Um, here's what I do. Let me give you guys a tip for breakfast. I don't go out and, and have breakfast like at a diner anymore. You know what I do? I go straight to Publix, and I buy the highest quality GMO <laughs> fruits and vegetables, and I make myself a nice little breakfast. You know what I had since I'm eating uh, meat again? I had Turkey bacon, the good, the good kind, right? The organic one. You know it's organic when you see a green turkey in the front of that package. Okay, I bought that, and then I bought some guacamole. Oh, and let me tell you guys something, man. The guacamole I bought was spoiled, and I had to go back, and then they, they replaced it. If you ever buy food that's gone bad at a grocery store, don't they got to give you, like, more than just a replacement? You know, it's like you had my life on the line for a second there, buddy. All right. Uh, I, this is not acceptable. I'm not having this. Okay. If I eat spoiled guacamole, I'm, I'm getting food poisoning. I could have got, I, I demand that I get public stock from this debacle. Hey, big Jish. What's up, Jay Gloria? So whatever, man, it was spoiled. They replaced it. Like my life wasn't in danger for a moment there. Um, whatever, I'm not even going to get into it, but that was upsetting. Because, you know, when you're about to eat and then something's not going right, and then gotta, you got to drive back. Right? Like, I got the pan on. I got toast in the toaster. All right? The only ingredient I'm missing is the guacamole. And lo and behold, holy guacamole, lo and behold, it's spoiled from a week ago. Unacceptable. What's up, Big Gucci Abe? Hey, Chris. Here talking about spoiled grocery foods when you bring it home. I mean, if it's a day, fine. I understand. Maybe two. Three days. Oh, wait. Wait a second. What's going on here? Three days spoiled? This thing was one whole week. A whole week spoiled. Guacamole. Spoiled for a week? Unacceptable. I, I should have raised hell. But it was 8 in the fucking morning, so I didn't want to go in there and just start knocking shit over, flipping tables and shit. Okay, people are out there. It's mostly old people. You know, you don't want to get them all stressed out. It's bad for their health. So I, I, I didn't raise a store. I didn't, I didn't say anything. You know, I kept it cool. Hey, not a gypsy. So I went back to Publix. I told him, hey, man, this is spoiled. And it's been seven days. Seven days. He's like, don't worry, sir. We'll take care of it. Here's your refund. And I said, I don't want. No, I didn't say that. But in my head, I was like, I don't want a fucking refund, man. I want you to give me like a year's worth of groceries after this shit. Chris says, you know what never spoils? Tampico. Of course, because it's pure preservatives. 
Tampico should just be called flavored preservatives. <laughs> if you put food inside of a vat of Tampico, that food will last you longer than it does in the freezer. Okay, hey, that's laboratory tested preservatives with lots of sugar in it. As a matter of fact, Chris, I highly recommend you stop drinking Tampico immediately. Uh, I think Tampico is one of the ingredients for the vaccine. <laughs> it's got vitamin C, right? Hey. Uh, hey, hey, well, David. So whatever, man. I had a really nice breakfast. Beautiful day out. Uh, I kept my cool. And um, look, I don't, I don't know how to explain this, so maybe you guys can help me out in understanding this. Have you guys ever been uh, frustrated easily? Yeah, Tampico's Amarillo numero 10. Exactly. Gross. Tampico's disgusting, right? Ugh. You thought Sunny D was bad. Wait till you try the, the Latin version of it. Because Sunny D is like, if, if Sunny D is the premium flavor, imagine the bootleg flavor. Tampico. Ugh. Um, what's up, uh, Immacula? So I don't, I don't know if you guys go through this in your, your life, but today I felt it. Even though it was a wonderful day, I had a great breakfast. I was in a good mood for the first 30 minutes of the day. But then the rest of the day, I lost, I lost my shit, man. Like, and, and, I, and I'm the kind of guy, I, I'm never in a bad mood, right? Things can go wrong. Things can be annoying. But I'm never in a bad mood for no reason. What's wrong with Tampico? Oh, there's nothing wrong with Tampico. There's absolutely nothing wrong with Tampico. That's what, uh, that's what most diabetics drink before they discover they're diabetics. You know, think they're just rolling along with it. So what? It tastes good. It's delicious. It's a sugary drink. And then after they had enough Tampico, that's when they realized they had, a, they had too much of that sugar stuff and it fucked up their whole, I don't know, they fucked up their whole lives because of a sugary drink. Hey, E-Mobile. So anyways, um, I want to share this with you guys because this is something that has attacked me uh, psychologically, and I, I don't know how to explain it. It happened today. Although last night I took melatonin, so maybe that has something to do with it. But, man, I had a mood swing like if I was on my period. I don't know how to explain it. Um, and it was really bad because not only did I not let it out, it was like internal. You know, it was like an internal, I wouldn't say rage because that'll be a little overboard. It'd be like a, like I'm stressed out. And then everything that's happening out there, it's like one after another, annoying. It's bothering me. People in general, just seeing them do stuff is like, oh my God, move. Right. But I, I didn't do that. I kept it inside, you know, people cutting you off people running in front of the street, people just walking around with their dumb face. And I'm looking and I'm like, bro, what the fuck is going on? Why am I so upset at everything right now? What is, go what is this? What is this feeling I'm feeling? Like, I don't want to see nobody from nothing. Everybody's pissing me off. Everything is pissing me off. I'm getting emails of comedians canceling. I'm getting people walking in front of the street. People, oh, you know what, what, what I saw today? There was somebody riding a bicycle. Right. And, and then they see me coming and then they get in the middle of the street so that I have to wait behind. I think it was a she. I, I couldn't tell. I don't know if it was a fro or a girl's hair. I had to wear I had to drive behind her 
and, and she's in the middle of the street and she knows I'm behind her. She's just there taking her time. Just what just, you know, and I didn't honk. I just, I just played along with it. I just slowed down and I was just waiting for her to realize that she's blocking the way of the car. And she never realized, oh, she did realize it, but she didn't move. She's like, no, I'm chilling. You got to share the road, buddy. So inside, I'm like, what the fuck? But I'm not going to show it outside because then, you know, I'm not the kind of person that doesn't have to. I'm, I'm the kind, I'm very proud to say I do a really good job at controlling my emotions. All right. I know how to have catharsis. All right. Neri's, Neri Science, what's up, man? Neri says, uh, are you on your period? I, bro, I had a mood swing like I was. I, I've never felt it. You know what it was? You know when you have a really bad day? I, this is how bad day happens. Bad days happen when one thing after another doesn't go your way. Like yesterday, I got a ticket. That was upsetting, right? Then this morning, I had to, I had to go return spoiled guacamole. Then the day, you know, then later on during the day, people were riding, you know, riding bicycles, blocking me. People were crossing the streets, cutting me off. There's traffic everywhere. And, and then you, you're just like, bro, this day sucks. Right. Everybody is annoying. Everybody's upsetting. But I didn't I didn't honk. I didn't yell. I didn't do anything. I just kept it in. And, and I and now I'm on the podcast like <laughs> this is my way of getting it out, guys. What's up, JJ? Yeah, you know what, Jay Gloria? That's, that's a good point. Jay Gloria on the uh, Instagram feed says it's because I no longer have post nut clarity. You're absolutely right. You returned spoiled guacamole early in the morning, Neri. I went after my gym workout. I got guacamole for my breakfast. Oh, and it was going to be a delicious breakfast too, right? I had the eggs going. Okay, see, I, I found out too late. That, that was the most upsetting part. I had the eggs going. They were frying on the pan. Dude, and I felt like a chef fucking sprinkling salt and pepper on that, right? And I made it into like, it, it was like thick. It was fluffy. And I put the eggs out, right? And I put, I, I, I put, parsley on it man i sprinkled parsley on that shit you know it's gonna get a, it's gonna be fancy on in the morning when you sprinkle parsley on your eggs who does that the sun was out i was feeling amazing i was embraced by the sun i was like oh i'm gonna have an amazing breakfast today i, I put on the turkey bacon on the air fryer ah, shit's getting ready it's getting crispy right i'm back to eating meat i'm feeling good coffee's dripping ezekiel bread on the toaster oh man it's delicious Pull out the fucking guacamole. It's black. And it's so bloated in its own spoil that it, it, the package opened by itself because of the air that was trapped inside. It was gross, and it was, like, leaking. I didn't even notice it until I opened the box because I, I like buying it in individual packets because if you buy the whole vat of guacamole, like one container of guacamole, you only use some of it, and then the rest is going to get spoiled because it's opened, right? So what I do is I buy them individually sealed in servings, which, by the way, this is a good tip for those that are listening to know. If you buy guacamole, buy them individually sealed, it'll last you longer. But not these. Not these. So just when you think you're about to have breakfast, you're like, ooh, here we go. All I got to do is just lay this guacamole on this toast. Land the eggs on top, put the bacon on right after that. Nope. Got to go back to Publix. So I drive back to Publix. Returned it, came back. Eggs were lukewarm. Turkey, 
turkey bacon wasn't as, you know, good. To, it wasn't sizzling anymore. The bread is now all hard and shit, right? So I think that's what set me off, man. So now I'm driving around getting upset at people because I didn't have breakfast when it was warm enough. <laughs> oh, man. That's why they say breakfast is the most important meal, guys, because if you get upset while you're eating breakfast, the rest of your day is going to fucking suck. All right. But that's enough for the intro, everybody. Let's go ahead and get into the topics that the people wanted to, to uh, talk about. So first things first, are you guys planning on getting lots of presents for uh, friends and family? You guys getting Christmas gifts, Hanukkah gifts? I don't even know how Hanukkah works. Like it's, it's 12 days, right? No, that's, that's 12 days of Christmas. How many days are in Hanukkah? Nine, 10? How does that work? So you guys get like lots of presents or is it that you only get one present in parts? How does it work? Any Jewish folks out there, go ahead and fill me in. Let's talk about Hanukkah. Uh, or, or if no one's on the chat, send me an email. Manny at MiamiComedy.com. Let me know what it's like. Eight. Eight candles. Got it. Well, me, as a non-practicing Catholic, uh, <laughs> I, uh, I'm not going to get anybody anything. All right? Uh, well, I am, but it's going to be like, you know, tchotchkes, which is a I think that's Yiddish for uh, some bullshit. <laughs> I'm going to get everybody tchotchkes for, uh, for Christmas. I'm going to get them just like little, uh, I don't know. I'm going to get them like Miami comedy stickers and shit. You know, just like some stuff laying around. You know, you know, you're in a bind when you have something in your shelf and then you just wrap it up and give it to someone for Christmas. That's what everyone should do this year during the holidays. You know, oh, as a matter of fact, you know, it's an even better gift. Write a letter to the people that you want to give gifts to. Write a letter and say, you don't have to buy me anything for Christmas. And, and, and like take 12 days off. You know how they say 12 days of Christmas? For those 12 days, give out a letter saying, you don't, hey, you don't have to buy me anything for Christmas. It's like, oh, my God, that's so nice of you. And it's an early Christmas gift, so it's, it's a win-win. You're not obliging them to buy you shit, and then you got yourself out of buying them shit. And then you give them an early Christmas gift. There you go, guys. So that, that's my advice for the first one. Christmas gifts this year in 2020, write people a letter and give it to them early saying, you don't have to buy me anything for Christmas. Okay? You're going to fill them up with the Christmas spirit because you're saving them money. All right? And you thought of them. And you're also saying, if things were better, I would have. Would have, could have, should have. Merry Christmas. There you go. I like that. Uh, fuck no. The COVID excuse is my weapon of choice. I've been unemployed for months. Santa got COVID. Yeah. COVID clause. I've got a clause for this COVID. I'm not getting anybody shit. <laughs> That's really good. I like that. Uh, everyone should buy a loved one a Manny shirt. Yeah, you guys should totally buy a Miami comedy shirt. If that's what you meant, yes. Uh, every dollar that I get while I'm building up this virtual comedy club, you guys will be benefiting in the long run. Okay? We're almost there. I think we just reached 290. All right? 610 more to go. No, I got my math wrong. 710 more to go. And uh, I'll be investing a lot more to uh, give you guys more virtual shows. But if you guys are just slacking, not telling your friends, not giving referrals, you know, 
my Christmas gift is probably going to come in 2022. All right. I'll take my time if you guys take your time. So for those listening, if you guys want to participate in what I'm building up, the virtual comedy club here in Miami, go to MiamiComedy.com slash group. Tell your friends about it. Get active in it. Stay active in it. Post an introduction. Let us know who you are, why you're in there, all that good stuff. What's up, MG Orchids? Welcome back. Kirsten Blessing says, send them a mask with that Christmas letter so they know you care. No, that mask costs too much, and it's too much of a hassle. You just send them a letter. Send them a letter, and, you know, when you send it out and they receive it, they they got something tangible. It's something you wrote, so it's thoughtful, and they receive it early. So it's like, that's probably the best Christmas gift that you can give someone right now. So during the holidays, if you really want to save money, just say, you know, send them a letter saying, hey, happy holidays. You don't have to get me anything for Christmas. Bro, I, if you send me a letter like that, I, feel, I would feel great. I'm like, wow. I wasn't going to, but since you mentioned it, I'm buying you something next year for sure, buddy. <laughs> uh, MG Orchid says, um, I'm fat. I'm not active. Where did that come from? What are you talking about? Uh, MG Orchids, that came out of nowhere. Uh, another thing that I'd like to point out is when you do buy somebody Christmas gifts, you know what the worst kind of Christmas gift is? Uh, socks. Um, socks and uh, I remember one time I bought, I bought my uncle candles, yeah, but I was like eight years old. You know, looking back, man, what an asshole gift. Even as an eight-year-old, that's kind of an asshole gift, you know? Bought my uncle candles. Hey, uh, uncle, I don't know what to get you because I don't know you that well. Here's a box of candles. And what was the scent of those candles? It was like cinnamon or some shit. Wow. I can't believe I just remembered that. Don't buy anyone candles. That's also, that, that's also shitty. It's good also, you know, giving them a, a, a fire risk for their own home. So that's probably socks and candles are probably the big nose for uh, Christmas gifts. A good Christmas gift that's not expensive, a T-shirt. Okay. Uh, love socks. Fuck a TGI Friday's gift card. And let me tell you something. If you do give somebody a gift card, uh, spend it all. I wrote this before, and I'll say it again on the podcast. If you do give someone a gift card for the holidays, spend it all. Not all of it. Spend like. Everything except maybe like a dollar, a dollar and some change, okay? Maybe two if you're feeling thrifty, okay? Let's say if you buy a $50 gift card and you give it to someone and it says, you know, TGIF Friday's $50 gift card, but then when they run it at the place, they realize that it's uh, $2.18 left in it and then they call you in a rage. It's like, I went out with my family to have dinner and this was a $50 gift card, but there's only $2 in it. What the fuck, Manny? I'd be like, hey, 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 slow down. First of all, the reason I got you that card was because I thought of you while I was using it. That's why I didn't spend all the money. <laughs> I had you in mind. Okay, so don't give me some bullshit. All right, be thankful that I gave you a $2.18 discount for you and your family. Don't be a dick, bro. Happy holidays. I forced you to go out with your family. When was the last time you went... When was the last time you went out with your family, Sam? Huh? Do them a favor. Take them out. That was, all I did was nudge you. 
because I'm your friend. Happy holidays. Don't call me back. Fuck out of here. <laughs> Take your family out more, Sam. Uh, Monta says lottery ticket. Inexpensive and could be the best gift they ever if they got. Oh, yeah, that's another one. Great one, Montez. There you go, guys, right there. That's another one you sh should give them. Um, because it, it's almost like you saying fuck off, but it's also you saying, but, but you could win, though. All right, it's inexpensive. It's thoughtful. And, it, you know, it, it kind of gives them like a shot of, uh, hey, maybe, maybe you could be fortunate. Maybe, you, you know, maybe. You never know. You might win. The Monopoly guy might give you some money after all. So you have, to, uh, you have to keep in mind that lottery tickets for the holidays could be a good gift. But what happens if they win big? Do you get a cut? Fucking right. Fucking right you get a cut. Um, I think you should only buy lottery tickets to the kinds of friends that would give you a cut if they do hit it. What's up, Shadri? See the wine lady. Welcome back. Lisa Magali, welcome. Um, so lottery ticket for the holidays could be a good Christmas gift, but give it only to the people that if they do win money, they're going to give you some. Um, there's my take on that. So the best Christmas gifts that are cheap, buy them a T-shirt. There's so many places out there online that you could buy someone a T-shirt with a design that they like, and it's cheap, and it's thoughtful, okay? Buy them a T-shirt, buy them a gift card, and use some of it. Don't be, don't be shy to use some of the money in the gift card because you're forcing them to go out and spend their hard-earned money, okay? And some people need to go out, all right? And, uh, yeah, lottery tickets. So there you go, guys. Hey, Wadi Flip. There you go. There, there's three back-to-back -back Christmas gifts that you can give somebody that will be very thoughtful and it would be considerate and uh, for good friends. All right, so there you go. Christmas gifts during 2020. Thoughtful, cheap, and inexpensive. And if you decide to choose the letter instead, no money at all. And it's still thoughtful. You're welcome. You get this kind of advice here at the Miami Comedy Podcast on a daily basis. You know, the, the, the meme I wrote today, guys, um, the meme I wrote today about writer's block, you know, I'm learning a lot about myself as a comedian this year. I realized uh, not only will I never get a Netflix special, <laughs> not only will I not be that kind of comedian, uh, I also learned that writing every day could probably, probably be the best thing you can do as a comic every day. I'm talking about like not, you know, like, uh, you know, my like the old school comedians used to say like, oh, you got to write every day, man. You got to write 10 jokes a day. And you got to put it out like that was back in the day. Like people in the fifties were saying you got to do this, but now you've got the internet and you've got different ways to communicate on the internet. So now you can write jokes every day and you put it out every day. They don't all got to be gold, but if you write every day, dude, I'm telling you, man, the creativity just starts stacking up and you start understanding your, your humor a little bit more. And uh, I'm teaching this to my coaching clients. And, man, if you write every day and you put it online every day, whether they're good or not, you're going to reach, over time, you're going to reach a certain level of joke writing that no one's ever seen because no one's had the balls. 
no one's had the balls to put some fucking, you know, stuff out there in that manner. Uh, so get ready for more uh, Miami comedy and uh, maybe some new projects down the line. You never know. Uh, see, the wine lady says, do you have a lot of friends uh, with gifts like these? Uh, no. Thankfully, uh, I keep a really good distance between me and so-called friends, which is good. It's a nice, healthy distance because uh, I'm an introvert. I'm an extrovert when I go out, but I'm mostly an introvert, so I don't really... I don't really have a squad. You know what I mean? Uh, Immaculate says the best Christmas gift is no gift. I agree 100%. Um, hand sanitizer. That's thoughtful. Sure. Chanel just add the fourth one. Hand sanitizer. Inexpensive. Thoughtful. And it's considerate. Hand sanitizer. But buy them the good one. Buy them the Purell brand. Maybe get a little funny case to it. You know what I mean? Uh, look forward to the Schultz special. What are you talking about? Uh, Chanel says, so you socially distant? Yeah, before the pandemic. <laughs> Even before the pandemic, I was socially distant. Um, and now more so than ever. I mean, now as I'm getting this comedy thing done virtually, who knows, man? Who knows? We might be friends virtually. And hey, you've never had a friend like me showing up on the internet with a cup of tea saying, hey, how are you, everybody? How's your day going? Keep your distance. Write it on the chat. Don't call me. Don't knock on my door. I don't even want to see you at a comedy show. Just write it on the chat. Let's leave it at that. Oh. All right. Um, let's get down to the sponsors, and then we'll get to the next topic at hand. So uh, as a matter of fact, you know what, guys? Today we're going to add an extra sponsor. I'll tell you about it in a minute. This show is sponsored by my friend Ellie Venus, guys who is a badass health insurance agent helping individuals, families, small business owners find the health plan they need, whether it be Medicare, Medicaid, group plans, ACA, Obamacare. If you've got health insurance questions, he's got health insurance answers. Reach out to Ellie Uvinas, everybody. E-L-I-U dot B-I-N-A-S at ushadvisors.com. Thank you, Ellie, for uh, <laughs> reinstating your uh, sponsorship again. We're going for three months strong with LU. What's up, George? The nature, the one and only Kells. Someone new logo is going to be a door peephole. I actually decided to keep the logo for Miami Comedy. Great segue, by the way, Chanel, because our next sponsor is going to be Miami Comedy Merch. Have you gotten yours yet? So check this out, guys. These are handmade T-shirts by yours truly here on my old print shop that I've had since I was a teenager. And uh, these are handmade, so that means they're like autographs. Okay, if you guys want to buy yours, here's one design. Can you see this? Okay. And then we've got the, uh, the Richard Pryor one. Right here. It looks awful on Instagram. But God damn it, it's going. It, they're pretty good shirts, all right? They're uh, specially designed by some artists I found online. And I got more ideas coming out, right? I want to make like a George Carlin Flamingo one. I want to make like a Red Fox Flamingo one. So if you're a comedy fan and you want to support this podcast, because we've got a lot of ideas that we're trying to roll out so that you guys can not only find friends, but also see some comedians performing for you virtually, go to MiamiComedy.com slash shop. Buy your T-shirts. Shipping and handling is free. 
and they're handmade by me. So when I make it big, you've got something that I made for you. And who knows, maybe you could sell it on eBay and get your money back. It's uh, cotton. Uh, they're pretty thick. They're not, they're, they're not shitty. Like I bought this on Public. It's a little thin. Still, I still love it though. It's Bill Hicks. Someone, someone did this art piece on Bill Hicks and I fell in love with it. But uh, it, the, the shirt is a bit thin. These are, these are more thicker than the, than the ones you get there. So uh, the, the shirts are pretty quality, but they're just one color because I only have a one color print. But still, it's a pretty dope vintage shirt to wear around and it's super comfortable. And I decided to go with white and black because if you're out there in the heat of Miami, wearing a white shirt, you know, it'll just make you feel, it'll, you know, reflect the sun right back. Um, all right, so let's get to the next topic, guys. The, uh, the next topic was Christmas trees in Miami. Christmas trees in Miami. Natural pine tree or fake pine tree? Put it on the chat. What do you guys prefer? Fake Christmas tree or natural Christmas tree? First, first and foremost, if you get a natural Christmas tree, shame on you. Shame on you. After the California forest fires, you're going to get a natural pine tree? Maybe back in the day. Ugh. <coughs> Shit. Excuse me. Maybe back in the day when things weren't so fucked up, getting a natural pine Christmas tree could have been the move. Could have. But nowadays... You've got to go with the fake. And even the fake ones are not even good. You know why? Because the fake ones will end up in a dumpster somewhere and you, you can't get rid of it. It's not biodegradable. It's made out of that plastic shit. So either if you get a, a regular natural pine tree or you get a fake plastic one, shame on you. <laughs> Neither option is good at these. In 2020, no one should have a Christmas tree. So turn down that Christmas tree, put something else up. Draw something on your wall, put the Christmas presents underneath something else, under the counter or something, under a table, because no one should be having a Christmas tree, whether it be fake or real. But let's go ahead and go, let's, let's dig a little deeper, all right? Because I, I, that's a little surfacy. All right, Manny, we get it. It's 2020. If you got a fake one or if you got a real one, it doesn't matter. I'm still having a Christmas tree. Fine. Let's say you decide to choose one. I actually started getting real trees. Hey, cute, uh, cutie, cute, cute comedy. Sugarcane, the have some guarapo after New Year's. Yeah, that's a great idea, Montez. You got a sugarcane Christmas tree, then after you, uh, you blend it into a guarapo drink. There you go. Uh, have a hookup on the Christmas tree lot, whatever size for $40. Uh, <laughs> cardboard cut off of trees made from recycled trees. There you go. Miami likes it real or fake. Yeah, so I was just about to get into that, Jay Gloria. So if you decide, you know, to, to get a tree, each one has its pros and cons, okay? So the pros, I wrote, the, I wrote this before, but I'm going to say it on the podcast. The pros uh, for, a fake, for a real Christmas tree is the pine smell, okay? So if you're walking around and you're smelling like weed and somebody in your office tries to give you some shit for smelling like weed, be like, hey, man, you reek of weed be like that's my fucking pine tree from my house man how dare you fucking think that i smoke weed when all i'm trying to do is celebrate the holidays bro no man i know how marijuana smells like you smell like marijuana get the fuck out of here you're fired 
oh, so you're going to fire me because I smell like pine tree? Uh, I want to talk to the HR department for you denying my religion. <laughs> All right, so that's the pros. You can go to work smelling like weed during the holidays, okay? The cons of the, <laughs> of the pine tree, I'll, re I'll say it again. The cons of the pine tree is that not only do you got to throw it away, not only did you kill uh, a plant for, a decor for decoration uh, and raped it of its resources for like, what, two weeks? All right, the plant could have been out there. A reindeer could have been pissing on it, but no, it's inside your apartment because you wanted to look at something and put some lights around so you could take, you could take a photo for the gram. So we did something. <laughs> we set up the Christmas tree early. All right, so th th those are the cons. Pets fuck up the tree and leave a mess. That's another one, right? My cats, whenever I have my Christmas tree up, my cats go on that thing like it's a fortress. Remember as a kid, you would build fortresses? That's how cats feel about your Christmas tree. They just bust right in, they start climbing it. You hear them in the middle of the night, right? They're just going in there. They're making it a house. Uh, yeah, Christmas trees. I think, it, I, I think it's time to say, guys, I think now in 2020, it's time to reconsider our options here. And it's time to admit that Christmas trees probably isn't the move anymore. Anymore. Find an alternative. Find something else. It's time to move on. Whose idea was it to put up a Christmas tree in the first place anyway? There's no other. I'm trying to think of another religion that puts something up for the holidays that requires you to kill a tree. Yeah, we're the only ones. So fuck that. No more Christmas trees, guys. It's over. Tell your Latin family. Tell your Christian Catholic family. Just stop. Stop with the trees. Now, in the city of Miami, if you prefer a fake tree, then I'm sure you won't mind a fake booty. I'm sure you won't mind some fake boobs. Right? Uh, we should plant trees on Christmas. Oh, shit. Look at Chanel. Look at the environmentally friendly response Chanel just gave. Dude, that's a great idea. Hey, Kelly Futch. How about instead, guys, during the Christmas uh, holidays, we plant some trees instead? Oh, man, what a fantastic idea. And then you could put it up for the gram. What would look better on the Instagram? You posting in front of your Christmas tree again? We did something for the gram, right? <laughs> With your family. Or you and your family going out planting Christmas tree, planting pine trees out there instead. Hey, Miami, guess what? Me and the wifey and the kids were out here plowing the dirt because we're going to be planting some pine trees. Get ready to see more pine trees in Miami, baby. Now that is an Instagram moment. People are going to love you for that shit. We're out here planting pine trees. So we're going to have palm and pine trees. Make a Christmas tree out of Amazon boxes. There you go. That's smart. Curse and blessings. Shout out for that one. That's a great idea. If you, all the gifts you get, you just shape it into a Christmas tree. Win, fucking win. Uh, Christmas for the earth. Oh, Lord, what did I walk into? What's up? It's me, Gigi. We're out here trying to figure out what's the appropriate Christmas tree in 2020 and in Miami. One thing about real trees for Christmas is that they're not designed to hang ornaments or decorate it is extremely hard. And it's not worth it, man. Have you decorated a Christmas tree? But you got to put tinsels on it. You got to put lights around it. 
You got to put ornaments of random stuff on it. You're mocking the tree. As a matter of fact, guys, if you really think about it, not only did you kill a tree, you're mocking its death. Right? Imagine if somebody killed you and then they just hung you up and then they're putting ornaments on your dead body, right? They're putting lights on you. They put a little star up top of your head. How would you feel? That's a snuff video right there. <laughs> oh, man, that's morbid, right? Uh, I shape all my gifts into things that look like dildos but aren't. It's so amusing. Have you stored all the stuff after fucking kill me? Oh, yeah, that one too, man. You, know, you got to do all the work to put the stuff back into the basement or the garage or wherever you put your Christmas tree after. It's the worst. Uh, Christmas tree made of salt life and only in, only in safe stickers. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. Uh, what's up, Chris? Yeah, there you go. I'm glad you like that, Chris. Yeah, you guys are mocking the death of a tree. Hey, everybody, we killed this pine tree, so we're just going to decorate it. Look at it dying in our living room, huh? Look at us. Aren't we festive? Somebody pour some hot cocoa so I can watch this tree die in my house slowly. Die. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah, that's great, guys. That's a lot of fun. Let's see. Um, one thing about real trees for Christmas is that they're not designed to hang ornaments, so decorating is extremely hard. Yeah, I, one of the things I don't miss, I mean, I haven't had a real Christmas tree in my house in a long time. But one thing that I don't miss about uh, Christmas, uh, Christmas trees is that I never really had enough decorations for it anyway. So we had like a really, uh, when we, we, had a, we had a plastic white Christmas tree. And it, it was just laid out. And we put like tinsel on it. And then that's it. And then we just look at this thing and we're like, do we really need this here? I mean kind of seems like we're cluttering up the place so uh let's not do this anymore because there's a lot of people out there when they buy ornaments they buy like very intricate ornaments you know oh we got to get green red and blue ones and we got to put it around and we got to hang them up and then you got to like put the hook on the thing and it just, it's just so much work and then you got to put photos of you and the family on it and then maybe one of your cat you know you put your favorite guns and oh i i, I won this ornament of guns and roses i'm gonna put that on the top right it's like ah fuck that fuck all that you know if i don't it, it, all i really want to see is just i, I just want to see christmas gifts put christmas gifts somewhere in a pile and i'm already feeling the christmas spirit that's all i need that's all i need for for the holiday spirit to take over my body is to know that in a few days i'm gonna tear open those gifts and i'm gonna get something there's nothing that gets you in a, in a spirit more than that as a matter of fact i think that's what the spirit is all about you know how they say you know how they say the reason for the season is Jesus. Let's be honest, guys. It's the gifts. If there was no gifts, we wouldn't give a fuck. I, I, I think it's safe to say that if, it, if the gifts are the reason why we feel the holiday spirit, because we know something is coming. It's almost like where you blow your load. <laughs> you blow your load once you open the gifts, and then once you see your gifts, they're like, all right, Christmas is over, right? That's it. Once you open your gifts, Christmas is over. Think about that. And why do Latin people always got to like wait until the middle? Like Latin people, they, they want to open their Christmas gifts in the middle of the night. Like they can't wait for the next morning like other families. Other families during Christmas, they got to wake up to see the Christmas gifts 
and then they open their Christmas presents on Christmas morning. But no, not Latinos, because we're wide awake. Wide awake with the fucking uh, rum in our bellies after eating lechon and having 18 people in our house for no reason. We can't wait. Be like, all right, guys, midnight, we're opening these gifts for Noche Buena because fuck Christmas morning. We ain't going to sleep. And I don't blame them. Who the fuck wants to go to sleep knowing that they're going to get gifts? I won't be able to sleep. You won't be able to sleep either. It's like, I got to go to sleep. I'm getting gifts, man. Why am I going to go to sleep? <laughs> so shout out to the Latinos for not being patient and doing the right thing. As a matter of fact, Christmas is over at midnight for Latinos. There is no Christmas morning. <laughs> Latinos don't believe in that Christmas morning shit, man. Santa Claus, fuck that. We're going to open the door and uh, Nana's going to walk in with bags coming out of her car trunk. And then that's it. That's Christmas. Christmas spirit is actually the spirit of the tree leaving its dead body. <laughs> that's a good one. There you go. All right. Uh, that was a lot of fun. Great riff. Really explored a lot of topics there. We, we went in depth, guys. That was good. That was, uh, I felt it. I felt the comedy spirit in that one. Uh, dead trees, Christmas spirit, Latin families. I like that. That was, wow. We really went deep. How long did that last? That was a good 15-minute riff. Congrats, everybody. What's up, Sergio? Um, all right, guys, let's wind it down. 6.45, Mark, I think it's a good time to go ahead and close it off. If you guys have any topics to end the show with, go ahead and put it on the chat. If not, please do buy some Miami Comedy merch, miamicomedy.com slash shop. Buy a shirt, man. Got a lot of ideas brewing. I'm trying to get this thing going. It's working, but the more support we get, the faster we'll get there, okay? Don't let it, don't let it, don't let it go too long. Um, I think, uh, I think what I got going on might be the next best thing. And you know what? Us comedians, we got to be independent, um, to give you guys the best comedy experience. One thing I've learned about being a comedian for 11 years, the more independent you are, the funnier you get. All right. And for those aspiring comedians that are listening to the podcast, keep this in mind. If you really want to get good as a comedian, like you have to be independent. There's no, there's no other way around it. If you're not independent, you can't become a good comedian. I've realized that because you're so constrained to someone else giving you either the time or the creativity or the opportunity. And that, that fucks up your whole fucking career. Um, so make sure that whenever you guys go out and pursue a comedy career, you have everything under control. Your fucking finances. Okay, you got to have an entrepreneurial mindset. You got to have a way to reach your audience. You got to have a way to make some, a side hustle at least, you know, and the more you're capable of putting all these things together and making a name for yourself, the better you'll be at being funny because whether people like it or not, you're going to be a comedian, right? And you're kind of like even giving no one a choice. You're giving no one a choice. So if you're independent and you're pursuing comedy, you're already a comedian. Like you don't got to wait for somebody to be like, Oh, go ahead and do my stage or let's give you a special. It's like, no, I'm already doing it with seven people on a live stream. We out here in hey, the combo. I'm here ranting about uh, independent comedy. 
Triple Z Entertainment. Oh, shit, a booker's here. Let me go ahead and pretend like I didn't just say that. Please book me on your next. <laughs> oh, man, all the shit will go out the window for a nice paycheck, though, guys. Just know that. All right. Manny, I thought you were building a virtual comedy club. Fuck that. I got $1,250. They booked me for a show. I got to behave now. All right, so the more independent a comedian gets, the funnier you'll be. You are Stockholming everyone with your comedy. I don't know what you mean, but uh, sure. Uh, uh, I think more, I, you know what? I read, I read a, a quote, but I'll, I'll end the show with this. I read a quote by Morgan Freeman. That was amazing. Uh, it says, as a performer, the only thing you need to have is uh, believe in yourself. Because when you're performing, if you believe in yourself, you leave the audience no choice but to believe in you. Oh, 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 Morgan Freeman with the fucking voice of reason. What is it about Morgan Freeman that anything he says is just fucking profound? Morgan Freeman could be a drug dealer and he'll be like in court, like, I give the people what they need. I give the people what they want to smoke. And if they want to fill the lungs up with this, then I'm going to give them no choice but to have them smoke it. I'm like, God damn, you're free to go, Morgan. Fuck that. Sell that weed, sir. Great job. Prezu Dezu, you're doing great. Thank you, Prezu. It's good to see you on our YouTube. Make sure you like and subscribe, please. And uh, <laughs> buy a T-shirt. Oh, you're a comedian. Say something funny. Yeah, exactly. Triple Z Entertainment. He gets it. Thomas Warden, thank you for tuning in. Damn, that's dope. Yeah, Triple Z, you understand. Yeah, like when you're a comedian, people just expect you to be a certain way. Fuck that. Be whoever you want. As a matter of fact, uh, another thing I'll touch upon as I, I continue building up this comedy coaching thing. Comedy is confidence. Okay? You know how people like have different kinds of confidence? People, some people are grounded. Some people are all spiritual with it. Some people are like, oh, you know, you got to breathe. You got to accept reality. You know, people describe confidence differently. Comedy is one good definition for it because if you're laid back saying jokes, ripping, roasting people, whether people like it or not, as long as you're in that vibe, as long as you're not annoying either, because I've seen some fucking annoying fucking comedians that always got to win. Don't be that guy, right? Be a cool, calm, naturally funny person, and you're going to be reaching a level of confidence not a lot of people can. Uh, so as I continue to grow the new level of Miami comedy and putting my ideas out there and writing for you guys and going live every day, even with all the adversity I get at the same time, bro, it's like nothing phases me anymore. Like I can go on stage and I get booed and I'd be like, ah, you know, you win some, you lose some, let's get around the drinks. And it doesn't even like bother, you know, bro, I am broke. <laughs> It's like you're having a conversation. I am. I am with you, praise you, Dezu. Uh, yeah, comedy conversation. We can tap into that for a minute, too. Look at you guys. I was about to get off, and you guys just keep putting, putting fuel in the fire. All right, so, yeah. So comedy conversation is a great skill to have when uh, you're pursuing a comedy career because you no longer have to um, write jokes and, and wait till you have it polished to go on stage and perform it. You can actually perform just by having a conversation with your audience. You just got to make it entertaining and include them in it. And it's like good enough for it to be like a show like this, like this live stream. So yeah, good call, uh, Charlie. Thanks for tuning in. All right, man. We're getting people on YouTube, guys. Finally. 
Yeah, awesome. It's good to see people uh, checking out the YouTube channel. Very cool. Uh, all right, fine then, uh, Charlie. Here's what you do. Thomas, you as well. Uh, join If you're in Miami, join the virtual comedy club I'm building up over on Facebook. Go to miamicomedy.com slash group. Join that group. Give yourself an introduction. Post a photo, a nice little bio. Let's all get to know one another, and let's get the shit rolling. Uh, Ferfidera. 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 Steffi, it's simple as back on the last minute. That's because he's a free man in L.A., actually. Fuck it. Join it anyway. It's virtual, Prezu Dezu. I'm sorry, Charlie. It's virtual, so do it anyway. It's fine. All right. Uh, I'm done. This was a great show. This is one of those shows that just is like smooth like butter, baby. And it's just like it just it's in. You go in, you go live, and then you're done. You go, hey, yo, what's up, everybody? Everybody doing good? All right. Peace out. Thank you guys for this awesome episode on uh, December 14th, 2020. Okay. I had a bad day today for little things, you know, silly things, mundane things. But now that I went live and talked to you guys, now I'm going to have a good night. Now I'm going to have an amazing night because right after this, I'm going to the Red Bar and I'm going to be doing Red Bar comedy nights every Monday at nine o'clock. So for those listening that want to go out and have a cocktail while you're watching comedy, Red Bar tonight in about two hours. Good show. Thanks, man. Ending the day on a great note. Indeed, Montez. Fedra. <laughs> With the J's. The show makes up for your spoiled guac. For the spoiled day. Oh, you should have seen the internal anger I had all day today. Got to join sooner for next time. Every day at six, Charlie. Every day at six. Thank you, Thomas. All right, everyone. And with that being said, I'll see you guys tomorrow, same time, 6 o'clock. Charlie, that's 6 p.m. EST, which I believe it to be 3 p.m. PST. Not sure. Figure it out. Bye, everybody.